The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2000. 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and I don't know if I can say, old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong, because we are still in the midst of a terrible, terrible recession. But we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about, uh, of course, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic. We talk about the stock market. We talk about the bond market, your retirement planning, 401ks, social security, estate planning, you name it. We talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception. We have an absolutely fantastic show lined up for you. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. I thank you, Jack. And uh, I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. Our goal for you is a successful retirement, and we want your money to grow, but we want to protect it at the same time. And we have two goals for our clients. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And if we can accomplish those two things, then you know what? We've done a good thing. And so this show is designed around that. And uh, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 uh, financial advisors, and actually now for the eighth year in a row. Wow! Yes, but without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So I know that as proud as I am of that, I have, I have nothing without our clients. All you clients, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's talk about what we are going to uh, be looking at on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, we're going to talk about the second wave of COVID and what does that mean to your plans to retire or your plans to stay retired, okay? How's that going to affect your investments? What are we looking at? What do we think about it? So I'm going to go over that with you. Also, we're going to talk about uh, nine demands on your money when you retire. So, and you know, when it comes to planning, that's what we'd like to do is to look at what are all the things that could impact us, and then let's plan ahead for those things. 
And that way, at least we've got those covered or we know what we're going to do if they do happen. Um, and uh, so that way you can at least mitigate the downside and all of that. So we're going to talk about nine demands on your money when you retire. Now, also, as we do every week, we're going to have social security strategies. We have uh, three really good questions that I want to answer uh, for you. And by the way, if you want to send me your questions, my email address is ken at rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. Also this week, we're going to talk about uh, the burning question, which I'm sure many of you have laid awake at night wondering, and that is, are you a short-term or a long-term investor? And I'm going to give you the criteria by which we determine whether you're a short-term or a long-term investor. And I would suspect that most of you listening to this show are short-term investors, even though probably you've been told a million times, hey, don't worry about it. You're a long-term investor. Everything will take care of itself. Well, I'm going to tell you why I think for most of you listening to this show, you probably are not a long-term investor. Okay, so we'll talk about that. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, you know what, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. <laughs> but don't you dare stop me because on this show, do we only go where people expect us to? Of course not. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to be talking about how to protect the inheritance that you leave to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. And yes, they are greedy, undeserving, and, un un and, and very unwashed. So don't even email me about that. Uh, but how to protect the money that you leave them for up to 100 years. So even though they are greedy, unwashed, and undeserving, you're going to do a good thing for them. And that's called a dynasty trust. So we'll have that for you at about 10 till. So we will have a fantastic show lined up for you. And I hope you'll stay tuned for the entire program. You know, uh, I want to get into all of this, but I want to tell you something. Last week, last Thursday, we had our first virtual national client event. And it, it's crazy how this world has changed. You know, we used to have events for our clients um, and we'd have them, uh, for example, you know, we rented out the medieval times and we filled up the arena three times. We had 3,000 people, uh, you know, and we've done it at uh, museums. We've done it at all these different places. But of course, with COVID, you can't do that anymore, right? You can't bring all these people together in a big crowd. So we did it virtually uh, last Thursday. We had, we had over 2,000 people register, uh, clients register for that. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, to be able to, to access and talk to so many people on a personal level, but do it virtually. And uh, so kind of a, a change in the world, you know? I mean, things are, wow. <laughs> you know, I don't think the people who say that everything has changed forever and we're never going back to the way we were, I don't think that's right. But I don't think the people who say we're going to go back to the way we were and this is all a temporary thing are right either. I think it's going to be some, somewhere in the middle there uh, between the two. Anyway, let's talk about, uh, speaking of COVID, let's talk about the second wave that we're having right now. We're, we're seeing a resurgence in, uh, in uh, uh, infections. And, and, you know, for me, for us, what we look at is not the number of infections that are uh, diagnosed because that could be impacted by more people um, being aware and going and getting tested. The fact that there are more tests available, there's all kinds of reasons why the number of infections could go up. But the number that we look at is the number of deaths because that one you can't, 
I guess the numbers could be different depending on how they're recorded, but generally that's really the one. Because if you could, if you had two million people infected and zero deaths, then nobody cares. So for us, that's what's going to impact whether or not the economy gets shut down, which we don't think President Trump will do, whether a state gets shut down, et cetera, et cetera. So what we've looked at in terms of the risk of that, and we talked about this in our investment committee uh, you know, several months ago, is if there's a second wave, you know, what, what happens then? And, and to us, the entire thing hinges on the Federal Reserve and, and the government because if, if we do have another shutdown, which we don't think will happen, but let's say we did, then it's going to be dependent on whether the Federal Reserve is willing to inject another $2 trillion into the economy like they did before, just print money and dump it out of an airplane, you know, <laughs> they call it helicopter money, just fly the helicopter over everybody and just dump $2 trillion onto everyone, and whether the Congress is willing to, in addition, give unemployment benefits and all the rest of that as well. And even though right now they're wrangling about it and there's some, uh, you know, there's some discussion about whether McConnell will agree with Mnuchin and whether, you know, Pelosi and all this stuff, in the end, there will be a package. And uh, I, I, we just don't see that, that's, that, that they won't. No party wants to be the one before the elections that, that took that away. So because of that, even if we have another wave, which we appear to be having, the, the, it's going to be more money from the government. And between now and the election, we see that they're going to sustain the economy as long as they can to keep things going. Now, our children and our grandchildren may have to pay for all this. There'll be some long-term repercussions from it. But right now, the risk that we see can be mitigated by simply having the government just throw money at it, just like they have already. And because of that, we continue to be cautiously bullish and our posture is that uh, you know potentially here in uh, in august we're going to go in with another tranche we're, we're still looking at that we want to see the profit numbers and see what uh, things look like with unemployment for for july but right as of right now yeah you know it's a little dicey but in general again what is the problem that the government can't throw money at and solve mortgages they can the, the fed can buy up the entire mortgage market it's only what Four trillion dollars. Let's do it. Let's spend four trillion. I mean, at this point, it's monopoly money. You know, people are unemployed. We have fifty million people unemployed. Who cares? Let's just print money and give them all unemployment checks. You know, so so where is the downside in all of this? If the government yanks the chain, if the Federal Reserve says we're not doing that anymore, if the Congress says we're not allocating money for this anymore, the moment there's a hint of that, that's when it could get scary. Now. There's also the election component to all of this, and uh, I'll talk about that in, in another show. But certainly, you know, if, uh, if there's going to be a change of president, a change of uh, leadership, that will have an impact. So we'll be talking about that uh, on, a, on another show. But for right now, the election isn't coming up anytime soon. It's, it's far away, even though it's not that far. And uh, so for now, we're still bullish despite the, the volatility we've seen this week. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of you. Um, I have several things for you that uh, I think might be of, of interest. Uh, and they all start with going to our website. It's rpoa.com, which is retirementplannersofamerica.com. Now, if you go there, 
We have uh, virtual seminars coming up next week on retirement planning during these uncertain times. And this is for those of you who are already retired and those of you who are within five years of retirement. So if you're within that, if you're five years before retirement or five years into retirement, if you're in that 10 year zone, then this uh, virtual seminar is designed for you. Okay. And it's called retirement planning in uncertain times. Also, we have cybersecurity. It always amazes me how well <laughs> attended cybersecurity is. It's like of all the things that a retirement planning firm should be talking about, cybersecurity, really? But yes, apparently that's something that you guys are interested in. And uh, so we're going to continue uh, offering that, and it'll be available to you virtually uh, next week as well. And then, of course, Medicare. Right now, Medicare is, is an important part, uh, and a lot of decisions need to be made there. So if we have a, a seminar on, uh, on Medicare that you can attend from the comfort of your home. So all of that is available to you on our website. It's rpoa.com. Now, also, we podcast this show. So if you want to hear this show at your uh, convenience, at your on your time frame, our website, we have it on there as well. And you can subscribe and have it downloaded to your phone automatically when we post it. So all of that is at rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about nine demands on your money when you retire. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Moray. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And we are the bonanza of the airwaves. We share with you the golden nuggets of retirement planning info every week at this time. So I'm glad you're with us. I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic weekend. And I know that there's all kinds of bad stuff out there going on. It's it's everywhere with the, with the pandemic and everything else that's going on. And I get that. But you can still choose to focus on the positive and have a, a, a smile on your face despite everything. And so I encourage you to do that. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, what we, what we tell our clients, we tell everybody we run into is uh, two things. One is stay healthy. And then secondly, stay sane. <laughs> you know, when you're locked up like this, it's not easy to stay sane, but try, do it. So anyway, we are back. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. I am a founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. We now work with over 9,000 families in uh, 48 states. Uh, it's really a pleasure. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And uh, we specialize in retirement planning, as I said, so our clients are mostly people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And so if that is you, then we'd love to meet you and see if there's a fit. This show is designed for you. We, pod we podcast it on our website, rpoa.com. And uh, recently, Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 registered uh, investment advisors, actually for the third time. So we're very honored by that, but without our clients, we would be nowhere, and we know that. So you clients, we thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to talk now about the nine demands on your money when you retire. Okay, so when you retire, now you have money, hopefully. <laughs> that's kind of a criteria that's important, I think. And uh, so if, assuming that oh, you do have- Money is not important when you're having a good time. Money is not important when you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that one, Jack, but okay. Anyway, so uh, your money is going to have nine different demands on it. And you may not have known there were nine of them, but yes, there are. So let's start with the first one. The first one is you want your money to grow. So that's a demand you have of your money. You want it to grow. 
Number two is you want your money to be safe. And, you know, in our world, in our, in our world, those two are very important. Obviously, you want growth and you want safety and protection. We prioritize them. Growth is important, but protection is even more important. So we want growth, but we want it with protection, okay? And uh, we talked about that many times on this show. Number three, taxes. You want your investments to be as efficient as possible when it comes to taxes because paying taxes is a demand on your money, okay? So that's the third one. Um, number four is you want your money to provide you with income, in most cases, uh, that you cannot outlive. And of course, that is a function of how much your expenses are relative to the amount of money that you have. And one of the things that we do with prospective clients is we do what's called a retirement cash flow plan, RCFP. And if you'd like to visit with one of our retirement planners and do that, what we do is we forecast into the future. We assume conservatively on, we assume high taxes, high inflation. We assume low returns on money. We look at, we try to construct a very conservative uh, scenario to look and see if, you, if your investments can provide you the income to support the lifestyle that you want for the rest of your life. And we usually go out to age 100, which is funny because a lot of times, uh, you know, people say, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to live to be 100. And we're like, don't kid yourself. Okay. I mean, I have clients who walk in the door and they're all smiles. And I'm like, what? And they, they say, I had open heart surgery 10 days ago. It's like, oh my gosh. And you're walking around? Now, of course, this was pre-pandemic. I don't know if anybody's walking around after that. But anyway, uh, number five, be sure your income has growth potential. So this is inflation, right? So yes, you, you want your investments to provide you with income, but that income needs to keep up with inflation. So number five is your income has growth potential. Number six, you, in most cases, want to maintain control over your money, okay? You don't, you, in general, I would say you don't want to put it in something where it's locked up and you do not have control over it, or you give it to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs in a trust, and they're supposed to give it back to you in the form of an income, and they decide not to, <laughs> which, by the way, I've seen happen. Uh, so maintain control of your own money. That's a, a advice I would give you. Number seven is liquidity, maintain access. You know, how quickly can you get to your money? And one of the things that uh, we recommend is a, an emergency fund. In other words, have enough money to cover unforeseen, non-recurring types of expenses that could come up without having to sell investments, without having to do something crazy. You know, we believe in having a, 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 an emergency fund, and we've talked about how much and where you should have that on other shows. Also, Does anybody know what that sound is anymore? <laughs> I bet you people listening to this show, if you're over 50, you know what that sound is, right? But I mean, does anybody like, I would say under 30 know what that sound is? I guarantee you they have no idea what that was. The old cash register. Anyway, um, let's see. You made me lose my place. Number eight. Uh, plan your estate for your heirs, right? So another demand on your money is the greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, and you want potentially to leave some to them or do something there. Of course, they want you to leave some in most a lot of times, so uh, that's a demand. And number nine is the demand on your money is that you may not be the best person to manage that money. And if you don't do it properly and you make bad decisions, then that could uh, have some negative consequences on your investments. 
And so a demand on the money is the, the skill set of the person managing that, which is why, and it's self-serving to say this, we believe you should have a professional working with you to do that. And you know, if you ask yourself, even the best basketball player, the best tennis player, you know, Roger Federer, I think is the best tennis player who's ever lived. He has a coach. So why does he have a coach? He's, I mean, he's probably the best player who's ever walked the earth, and yet he's got a coach because he understands that he's not objective when it comes to his own game. He can't look at himself, and somebody, a professional helping him with that can make him better. So it's the same thing we believe with your investments. So those are the nine things. Now, if you, uh, I want to do some business with you here. We have uh, – if you'd like to talk to a professional, if you'd like to talk to one of our retirement planners, then if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com, and uh, you can click on meet with an advisor. If you do that, then we'll schedule a time to visit with you, and we'll do it virtually, of course, and uh, there's no charge or obligation. And what we want to do with you is we want to build that retirement cash flow plan with you. We want to look at how much risk is appropriate for you. Uh, we'll look at your 401k, help you make social security decisions, Medicare decisions, if you can retire or not, if you've lost your job or you think you may lose your job, you need to bridge, all those kind of things we want to visit with you about at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, that is fantastic. And if we cannot, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, as I said, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I think it absolutely is. So rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have social security strategies galore. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack, and I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, who are retiring soon. I love it! And I absolutely do love it. And I've been doing this now for over 20 marvelous, wonderful, and exciting years. And all of the ideas that we share with you on this show, these are the very same ideas that we share with our beloved and most valued clients. And we now work with over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families in uh, 48 states, I think is right, 43, 48, anyway, almost every state. And, uh, you know, recently we were named one of the top 100 financial advisory firms by, uh, top 300 rather, by Financial Times. And uh, we're very proud of that. But of course, without our clients, we would be nowhere. And so all you clients, we love you. We thank you. We are so, we, we do everything. And you know, we have two goals for our clients. And if you were a client, these would be the goals we'd have for you. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. Um, and secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. We want to worry about all this stuff so that you don't have to. We want you to go out and enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. Now, of course, that's after you're allowed to leave <laughs> from the pandemic. Right now, don't do that, okay? Somebody said, you know, the, your second childhood without parental supervision, right now, I'm, it's like my parents <laughs> have, have grounded me and I'm stuck at home. So it's my second childhood, but I'm grounded. Anyway, one of the most important things that we talk about with clients and prospective clients is social security and when and how to take that. And so this is the segment of the show where we answer some questions on that. And I've got three of them. I think I can get to all three. So here we go. Um, and by the way, if you want me to answer your questions, send them to me. My email address is ken at rpoa.com. Okay. Now, 
First question, my wife and I turned 62 in 2019. My age, 66 benefit is $2,517, and hers is $755. If she starts drawing now, and I wait until I'm 66, she will receive a lower spousal benefit when she's 66 than if she does not draw on her benefit now and waits until she's 66. Is that correct? So, yes, that is correct. So, if she applies for her benefit now at age 62, then when she takes spousal benefit later, she will get a reduced, she won't get the full half of yours, but she'll get a reduced amount. Okay, so if she waits till 66, then she can get half of yours, which would be more than her $755. So the key thing there is she has to be 66 or it'll be reduced. Second question, I'm 69 years old and my husband is 64. Ah, so you robbed from the cradle, eh? (laughs) So I'm 69 years old, my husband is 64. If I start getting my benefits next year at age 70, can I switch to getting half of his when he starts getting his benefit at 66? Half of his is larger than mine. The answer is yes. Once he turns 66, you can get half of his or yours, whichever is the higher, even if you are over 70, okay? So it doesn't matter how old you are. You can still switch to that um, once he starts collecting at age 66, all right? Uh, Let's see, third question. I am 67 years old, and I started collecting Social Security uh, when I was 66. My wife is 65, and she has a $1,083 benefit. Can my wife claim and get half of mine now and let her benefit continue to grow until she is 70? All right, now if you heard the answer to the other two questions, then you know the answer to this one. The answer is no. And why is that? Because she's 65, right? She cannot, this is called a restricted application when you do that, and you cannot do that before age 66 if you wanna get the full half. So if she wants to receive the full benefit, she needs to wait until she's 66, file a restricted application, and if she does that, then she can let her benefit grow until she's 70 and start collecting at that time. Now, you know what? Social Security, as you may have gathered from those questions, is complex. In fact, if there was an Olympic gold medal for complexity, I think the Social Security Administration would win it every single year. So here's what I, if you are looking at when and how and all that kind of stuff when it comes to Social Security, talk to somebody that has training in that. And, uh, you know, our retirement planners at our firm, we put them through a rigorous training program. We test them. We want them to be as knowledgeable as possible, up to speed on all the latest when it comes to Social Security so that they can help you, they can help our clients, and we can do that with you at no charge or obligation. And Gomer... Shazam is right. If you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. See how I played right through that Gomer drop? And uh, you you can click on meet with an advisor. If you do that, then we'll schedule a time to visit with you virtually. No charge or obligation, as I said. And what we'll do when we do that is we'll go through and build an entire retirement cash flow plan for you. We'll incorporate social security. We'll incorporate income taxes. We'll incorporate your 401k. We'll incorporate all that kind of stuff into the game plan. And if you're not retired, we'll talk about when you can retire and how. And if you are retired, sustaining your lifestyle during retirement, we want to do all of that for you at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, that is fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, as I said, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. And Frankie, you 
are very welcome. So rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about are you a short or long-term investor? The answer will surprise you. Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack, and I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that uh, specializes in retirement planning. We work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that's you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And you know, we believe that the five years before you retire and the five years after you retire, that 10 years, that decade, is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. And the reason why we think that is because, let's say that you are the greatest investor that ever walked the earth. And for 30 years, you made 15% every single year without fail. I mean, you are a legend. Everybody from around the world is studying your investment techniques, and it's all wonderful. And man, you have amassed a mighty fortune. And then the month before you decide to retire, the stock market uh, crashes and your investments lose 50 or 90% of their value like they did in the Great Depression. Guess what? I don't care how much money you have. If you take, well, I guess Bezos could lose 90% of his money and he wouldn't care. I think he would though. <laughs> but still, what does he have, a trillion dollars? He'd still have 100 billion, that's not bad. Uh, but anyway, for most of us, if we lost 90% of our money, no matter how well we've done with our investments, or 50%, and we were in that five-year zone or even that five years after retirement, it's gonna change a lot of your plans, I would think. And so, therefore, we believe that uh, you know, protecting what you have spent your life accumulating, yes, you wanna grow your money, but you wanna protect it as well. And uh, so we believe that growth is important, no question about that, but protecting what you've built is also important. And we want you to have a successful retirement. You know, we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, we want you to have fun. And you know, we're, we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. And there's a huge difference between those two, and it goes to peace of mind and having a game plan around that. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. I am indeed. Now, you know, one of the questions I remember during Y2K, uh, when the, the dot-com and all that was crashing all around us, and, and actually it was in 2008. And uh, so what happened there was I was in the locker room at my, uh, at my tennis club, and this, this young man, and you know, it's, it's interesting how young is relative anymore, right? I think he was 30 years old. <laughs> I remember when 30 was old, but to me, he was a young man. But anyway, this young man, he came up to me and he goes, so you're, you're, uh, you're Ken Morafe, right? You're, you're the guy on the radio and you do that investing and financial planning and all that. And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes uh, so your people aren't really worried, are they? I mean, they're, they're long-term investors anyway. So you know, the fact that the market is crashing and all that, they don't care, right? Because they're long-term investors. And I said, let me tell you something. You have no idea how fast a long-term investor becomes a short-term investor when they're losing money hand over fist. <laughs> it's, it's a switch, man. But let me put it this way. How do you know if you are long-term or short-term? Well, for us, the definition of long-term or short-term is when are you going to need to access the money? Okay, so for example, let's say that you've decided that you're gonna pay for your grandchild's college. Well, and they're gonna start going to college in two years. Well, the money you're investing for two years from now for college, that's short-term money. 
You're not a long-term investor when it comes to that. So then you'd say, well, okay, but what about me? Okay, I'm going to retire. Hopefully, I'm going to live 30 years in retirement. I'm long-term, right? No, I don't think you are. And the reason I say that is because you too, if you're going to draw income from your money, you're needing it right now. You're going to need it every single month. And so therefore, I think you're not a long-term investor. I think you're a short-term investor. Because again, if you're taking money from your investments on a monthly basis and you take a huge loss, then all of a sudden your ability to take that money on a monthly basis is going to be impaired. Okay? And if you're trying to have your money recover while you are taking money out, you know, farmers call that eating your seed corn. And if you eat enough of your seed corn when growth season comes, you may have nothing left to plant. Now, the other side of the coin is those of you who are working and wanting to retire, and it's the same thing there. If you're within five years of retirement, it means that you're within five years potentially of starting to draw on your money. And so are you really a long-term investor if you're f within five years of investing, of, of retiring? I think not. Now, if you're 20 years old and you take a 20 or 30% loss in a bear market, you know, I mean, I don't think you want that, but you've got 30 years ahead of you. You can build it back up and play through that. That's different. If you're within five years of retirement, I argue that you are not a long-term investor anymore. And therefore, the approach that you take towards your, your investing should also, in my opinion, reflect that you're not a long-term investor anymore. And so, therefore, protection of principle, your, your principle is the engine that's going to drive the income you're going to get. Right? Think about that. It's like a it's like a it's it's like a box of money that's generating money that comes out of the box, and you have to live on that. Now, if if the money inside the box goes way down, then the income that it's generating for you has to go way down too. Because if you keep drawing the same amount you were drawing out before, you're going to empty that box out that, that just that much faster. So again, invest yes, growth yes, protect very very important in our view. And again, it's because we work primarily with people who are in that 10-year zone. So if you're in that 10-year zone, then we'd like to talk to you <laughs> and see if we can help you get through that 10-year zone as unscathed as possible. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We have uh, seminars coming up. They're virtual, so you can enjoy them from the comfort of your home. And uh, we have one coming up on retirement planning in uncertain times. And boy, howdy, have you ever seen any more uncertain times than now? And so we want to talk with you about what to do now in given the pandemic, given what's going on in terms of your retirement planning. And that's both to get you there and also once you are there. If you're in that 10-year zone, then this seminar is designed for you. Fascinating. It's very fascinating, Mr. Spock. It's also logical. Now we we have a uh, we also have a seminar on cybersecurity. Many of you are working from home right now, or you're staying at home. And guess what? The the, the bad guys know this, and many of you are not cyber secure at home like you are at work. And so we want to help you to to understand what the threats are and how to defend against those to the best of your ability. And so if you're over 50, the cybersecurity thing would might be of interest. And then we also have a, a, a seminars on Medicare. So this is the time of year when Medicare is an important decision-making time. And so if you're in that zone, then you might want to attend those. They are live. They're virtual, but they're live. And so you, you can uh, participate in that. Okay. So it's uh, our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com.
Okay, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have our estate tip of the week, which is on how to pass on your greed to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor and protect them for potentially 100 years. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And I like to think of this show as your uh, ray of financial sunshine in a, in a world of a lot of financial darkness. And uh, we hope to entertain you. We hope to enlighten you. We hope to inform you um, and, and maybe put a smile on your face as well, entertain you. And uh, I'm glad you're with us. I'm, I'm glad you're listening to the show. It's the reason why I do it is because you listen. If nobody listened, I'd stop doing it. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the show. I am Ken Morafe, your host. I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And, uh, you know, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors actually for the eighth year in a row yeah well yeah you know i mean but and and as flattered as i am by that and as honored as i am by that i know which side of the toast my butter is on and it's on the side of our clients our clients get all the butter that i put on the toast they get it all <laughs> And, and that's because without them, I would be nowhere, our firm would be nowhere, and Barons wouldn't even know who I was. So all you clients, we love you, we thank you. If you are not a client, our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. This is the part of the show where we talk about how to protect the inheritance you leave to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs from taxes, uh, estate taxes, from lawsuits, from divorce, from all those kind of things for up to 100 years. And that's called a dynasty trust. And we're going to talk about that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty and of course that is tony bennett with rags to riches and you know the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff it's actually designed to do the exact opposite it's designed to take you from riches to rags we do not want that to happen to you so every week at this time we have our estate tip of the week so this week we're going to talk about how to protect the money you leave to your uh, aforementioned greedy unwashed for up to 100 years. And this is called a dynasty trust. So when, when you leave an inheritance, you can actually create the container that the inheritance is going to go into, and it can be a trust. Now, generally speaking, the dynasty trust is what's called a testamentary trust. What that means is that it comes into being after your death okay so we read your testament your will or your living trust and that then gives us the rules and who's going to be in charge and all that kind of stuff of this trust so normally it comes into being after you and if you're married your spouse are deceased it can come into being before that but generally that's when it does now so therefore the inheritance that you leave goes into this trust so it doesn't save you from any estate taxes upon your death going to your grandchildren okay so that doesn't it doesn't save you there or, or to your children however once it is in the trust 
now is where a lot of the good things can start to happen. So first of all, the money in the trust belongs to the trust. Therefore, if somebody were to sue your daughter for something, or if your son declared bankruptcy, or a grandchild did, then the creditors or the former spouses, they're in a divorce, they're after your grandchild or your daughter or your son's money, but they don't have it. It's in the trust. The trust owns it. And so they're not suing the trust, and they're also not divorcing the trust. So therefore, that money is immunized from those kinds of things. Okay, So you can protect from uh, lawsuits and divorces and bankruptcies for potentially 100 years. So these trusts can last a long time. Now, another thing that can be a potential benefit is that currently the estate tax uh, limits are very, very high. Uh, it's uh, $12 million per person. So likely as just about everybody listening to this show doesn't have to worry about estate taxes right now. But given the amount of debt that we're running to fight this pandemic, it wouldn't surprise me if in the future they didn't lower that exemption and start collecting taxes when somebody dies. So what this trust can do is because of its design, it, it's what's called the generation uh, tax, it's called a GSTT, Generation Skipping Tax Trust. So what it does is it skips the taxes on generations. So it means that the money can pass down from your children to your grandchildren and even your grandchildren potentially with no estate taxes. And if estate taxes are higher in the future, potentially that could save many thousands of dollars in taxes. So there's a lot of benefits for uh, in, in, the, in the Dynasty Trust, but it is something that you should talk to a professional. You should talk to someone who uh, can help guide you through that before you make any decisions on this. So we are not a law firm, so we don't actually design or do any of that kind of stuff, but we can advise you from the standpoint of how it fits in your financial plan. And uh, so if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and you click on Meet with an Advisor, and what we can do is visit with you at no charge or obligation, and we want to talk with you about building your entire retirement plan. We want to look at your cash flow, your dollars in, dollars out. We want to look at your income taxes and see if we can help you with that. We want to talk about decisions that you may have with regard to Social Security or Medicare. We want to talk about your 401k income during retirement. We want to talk about estate planning with you. We want to build a plan that is all-encompassing and help you to have peace of mind about your future. And if we can do that, that's fantastic. And we do that at no charge or obligation. And if you like what you see and you want to work with us, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Either way. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it isn't too wonderful to be true because it is true. <laughs> so take advantage of it ladies and gentlemen and uh, like i said we'll part friends whatever happens so our website is rpoa.com which is retirementplannersofamerica.com so you know what i cannot believe how fast this show has gone jack welcome back good job you did an excellent job today managing the show and uh, ladies and gentlemen i hope you enjoyed the show as much as i enjoyed making it for you we'll see you next week same time same channel bye Bye, bye everybody. Is it the end? Of course not. It's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. 
None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.